Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller with you for the next couple of hours. And we appreciate you spending some of our final show before Christmas here uh, with us. A four-day break looming for... Well, three of the four shows. Not certain what the morning rush has planned. They're liable to come in on Christmas Day, knowing them. We shall see. Or in this case, here. Uh, here's what's coming up and what you will hear on the BMW of Des Moines guest list here. Speaking of the morning rush, Heather Burnside is going to join us. Oh, in about 10 minutes or so, her and her husband, Paul, are making their way down to spring training. What a wonderful gift to give for yourself if you're looking for uh, You've got some extra cash. Like, I love spring training. If you've never been before... It's um, it's kind of maybe down the bucket list a little bit, but it really is a fun kind of relaxed trip. So Heather's going to uh, let us know what she's got going up here, uh, going on rather in March, assuming we get spring training. Mm. Never thought about that little aspect of it, but I'm going to go positive here today and believe that we will. Uh, and then at uh, 10.30, we will play the hits. Cyclones first, Hawkeye second, Dave Sproul on Iowa State, 14.30 on the AM dial KSI. That's where he Hawks. Uh, Tom Kaker will be here at 1045. Get the latest on the Hawkeyes from Tom Kakert. Uh, at 1105, we'll do a little piece on the NFL with our friend Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. We're off tomorrow, so we'll give four of you a chance to win Claxon's Barbecue today. What a wonderful stocking stuffer that would be for yourself if you could put some ribs uh, in there. Uh, we'll do that about 1135, our picks, and then we will, I don't know what we'll do. Maybe we'll sing Christmas carols. You can do that. You've got a great voice. You are a Quite the singer. Well, I, we won't be singing Christmas carols. That's uh, yeah. That's during a break when I don't think anybody's listening. Anyways, yes. I need to flip on the mic sometime <laughs> yeah. for that. Uh, good call. <laughs> so uh, last night, um, not a lot going on. No, uh, I was entertained. The Missouri Army football game was fun. The bowl game came down to a last sec- last second field goal to win the game for Army after Missouri had taken the lead but couldn't convert the two-point conversion with a wide-open, I mean wide-open receiver. And the freshman quarterback, Cook, who played pretty well up until that point, could not find him. But it was a fun game. I have no idea what the analyst was saying when he's, spike the ball, spike the ball, use your timeout. They were setting up a game-winning field goal, you dope. Um, he had a bad night. He had a bad night. But uh, if you um, if you were looking for some sports last night, that was kind of it. Yeah, uh, uh, basketball was awful. Trent, I tried to watch Illinois, Missouri. That was terrible. You didn't watch Arizona, Tennessee. No, huh? I didn't. And that's what I watched. Did that you? was kind of the main broadcast for me last mm-hmm. night. The football. I, I I like watching Army play. I like the triple option when it's run well. It just yeah. it's you saw still it two difficult. weeks ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's just still difficult for me to yeah. get into these ball games. Yeah, you got to wait till after Christmas. I'm, although Florida, Central Florida tonight, maybe. Maybe a little. If you don't have any kids tomorrow night, Memphis, Hawaii. Now, you said that this game is going to be played on a high school field because... So, you were in Hawaii this summer. Yeah. Did you see the stadium? No, we were okay. in Maui. We weren't in Honolulu. All right. So, But yeah. the stadium is... Well, they used to play the Pro Bowl? Is yeah. that where the Alamo the Aloha Bowl. Okay. Is no longer. Is no longer. Are they redo are they rebuilding it? I don't know. 
I think it's at the point it's so dilapidated that they might have to start anew. So where will Hawaii play their their? So they played schedule? all season on their practice field that really? seats ten thousand. Oh, okay. Now they have to get it up to fifteen thousand to stay at the FBS level. Interesting. So they're adding more, but they play. It's the track. That's where the track athletes. Yeah. That's where yeah. you know they have their home meets, if you will. Yeah. Also, their sand volleyball team, their collegiate sand volleyball team. They play there too. They play there also. And this season, that's where they played, and that's where this bowl game is going to be. What's the motivation for Memphis? You're in Hawaii. You're having a great time. Trent, that's just it. Kenny White has told me um, many times that the biggest home field advantage, mm-hmm. there's two of them, Boise and Hawaii, because a team goes to Hawaii, they're not going to play football. No. They're going to Hawaii. Iowa did that back in the late 80s. It was probably right. See, I don't remember. I think that. it might have been the year before you got here. Okay, I think so it was 88. 88. Okay, yeah. I and Iowa was ranked in the top 10. Really good team. Uh-huh. Went out there. Got job by some calls that seemingly always happened back then right. with the Hawaiian officials that they had. But Jason Elam kicked the game winner yes. for Hawaii. Hell of a kicker. As they knocked off a top 10 Iowa team at the time. Um, and I think that game was like replayed. The next morning, Sunday morning, because I remember watching it. I remember live. You remember watching? It wasn't live though, because well, yeah, it could have be been surprised. live. I don't know with the time difference. I was eight at the time too, so yeah, memories are fading day. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the next day they played it the next morning or something like that. Who knows? But regardless, yeah, that was an ugly one. I believe that was the season that Iowa went six three and three mm. three times. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of that, right? Right. Six, three, and three. Well, I didn't know that little nugget, but uh, so that that's tomorrow. Um, BMW guest list today. We've gone through it. We're going to give you a chance to win some Claxons barbecue. I think we'll put the Y Bowl in it. All right. So this game tonight, the NFL game tonight, real quick. Heather's mm-hmm. made her way in here. We don't want to keep her, so we'll get to her right away. Um, this this NFL game tonight, Tennessee. Boy, they need this win. And and you identified the Niners a couple of weeks ago as a team to, you know, if you're looking for a future, take a long shot play. Trent, I won't fall off my chair at all if, if the Niners make it to the NFC Championship. No, not at all. I really wouldn't. They're playing at that yes, kind they of are. level. And they, when you looked, when you identified them, they were what, 30 plus? Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it was 33 to 1, something like that. Now to win the Super Bowl. 49ers still 30 to 1. Yeah, pretty good price. Pretty good price. I mean, look, there's a couple of heavy heads. One in particular, you're going to have to go to Lambeau Field, at least you would assume. Rams look like they're playing pretty good football. I'm not sold on Tampa Bay at this point. Boy, they took a bruising uh, in their loss on Sunday night. They lost some key guys. Devontae David gone for, is it a year or do they hope to get him back? I hadn't seen, no. Yeah, Godwin, same deal right. uh, for him. So um, Mike that, Evans got a bad hamstring. Yeah. That thing can linger the whole time. Oof. and. Brady without weapons? We shall see. Quite a bit different. Although that's what we kind of played his New England career with the exception of Randy Moss, right? Right. Didn't have a lot of weapons. Hello, Heather Burnside. Hello. How are you? I'm good. You and Paul set for Christmas? We're getting there. Are you you're not done yet? Well, I have some presents left to wrap. But okay. Otherwise, we're pretty good. Now, what are you guys doing as far as your show? Are you going to? Because the because the buzz is not the buzz. The rumor is that despite the fact that every other show is going to be off, you guys are going to work on Monday. I don't know. Yet to be You're determined. It's a definite maybe? It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to be here because it's a company holiday. It is a company holiday. Um, we're not. I don't think Murph and Andy are in the Fanatics. I'd be surprised. Remember that one time the Morning Rush was a renegade show? It was just that one time. Just that one time? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, the, like Black Friday, that one time? It happens all the time. It happens all the time, yes. We know that. You make Chris, it look are, bad. Have we worked on Thanksgiving before? I don't remember. 
We've done some weird things. We've worked a lot of Christmas Eves, yeah. but we're not doing that this year. Do you remember when Van and Bonnie used to come in on Christmas Day and do their show all the time? Every Christmas they'd yeah. be on the air. Give it a break. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Paying those bills. I guess that's what they're doing. So uh, you and Paul, so we've heard the commercials, and I wanted to get you in here because uh, spring training is such a fun event. First of all, have you ever been? Have not. You're going to love it. And I'm really looking forward to it. Because it was... Two years ago, you were scheduled to go. What? Because this. No, we were. We've been year? scheduled to uh, with holiday vacations. We were supposed yeah. to go to Alaska. Oh, and then the pandemic hit. Right. Okay. Then we tried to do Southern California last fall, and between the wildfires and COVID oh restrictions and the like, um, that trip was called Did off. They, do you ever think it's you? Um, gosh, Ken, thanks. Because guess what? You're on a bad roll here. The the shadow over this trip, or you know, you can look oh, at it either I way. Know. The the yeah. work stoppage right now in Major League Baseball. I personally think that it will be resolved by you know we're we're leaving March seventeenth. Oh, so you're right in the middle of spring. And training. I don't think that the Mayor, Major League Baseball Players Association or MLB is dumb enough to There's think that money, they should huh? have a, a a work stoppage again. That's right. going to affect the season, the regular season. So if you don't get spring training going before March seventeenth, that will be impact. Acting mm-hmm. the start of the regular season, and they just need to get their act together because we want to go on vacation. Damn no, it. I, don't, I don't blame you. So, <laughs> how many um, how many days are you going to be there? How many games will oh, you see? This is six day uh, six day trip and yeah. four games. All right, so you can see at the four Cubs? different parks, oh, including the Cubs park. Love but it, love it. The love Cubs it. will be playing in all of them. Oh, so you're following playing the them White around. Sox, the Reds, the A's. Chicago South Side, Chicago North Side is yeah. Is well yeah. the legal way you have to say it on the. I'm talking about it on your show, right? And so then it's yes. Okay. Now hang on a second. I did not know. You this. didn't notice that? No. You yeah. Can't, you can't say the Cubs or the White Sox on the commercial. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. It's like the Super Bowl. You're not allowed to right. talk. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. We're not going on a Cubs trip. We're going to watch the Chicago North Siders. I now I heard the commercial and never and never that Chicago in. baseball club. <laughs> mm-hmm. That plays on the north side of Chicago. I don't even know. Maybe we could say, can we say the team that plays at Wrigley? I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, we're That's going. Hopefully, it's going to be fun. It's it's one of those vacations that once you sign on the dotted line, they take care of everything. Nice. All you have to do is get yourself get and your airport. luggage to the airport, mm-hmm. and you have your hotel, your ground transportation, all the tickets to the spring training nice. games. So is it one um, hotel? Some... You're not going to be moving around, right? You're going to get there, and you're going to be in right. one hotel, and then you'll leave yep. to... Oh my gosh, it's fun. Um, there's the players are so much more relaxed during spring training. Now, are there any kids going? Do you know of any kids signed up for the trip, or is it mostly adults? No, this is mostly adults. Okay, yeah. So I, I don't know that kid. You you are discouraged from bringing kids, right. but this is mostly a trip for um, older adults that like to go out and have a good time and, and mm-hmm. be pampered a little bit. Or like I said, have everything taken care of. Right. So you just, like you say, get to the hotel with your bags and, uh, leave, leave the rest. It includes us. like seven meals too. It's oh, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, you will struggle to stay through all nine innings is my guess. You mean, this is, this is my experience with spring training. Really? You're pumped up. You can't wait. It's so much fun. And then about the fifth inning rolls around. They start substituting guys in with number 84 on their back, right? The, the, the starters. And they're only required, what is it, Trent, to play five, five 
regulars have to be in each game. Right. I think that's the number. So once you start getting to the double A or the triple A guys, the guys that aren't going to make the team. Oh, no. I don't know. Five O is all about minor leaguers. Is he? Yes. Okay. So maybe that'll be different. Maybe he will stick around. And I'll just be happy that I'm in not, you know, 40 degree weather and the sunshine of Phoenix right. and at a baseball game. Uh, so it's a nonstop to, to Phoenix? I'm assuming. I believe so, yes. Yeah, I'm assuming. What's the price? Do you know? Um, it's not inexpensive, but not most full service, uh, all inclusive trips aren't. Right. There's a link at, uh, I pinned it to the top of my Twitter page. Okay. At Heather Radio, if you want to go look at it. It's also on the KXNO Facebook page a couple different times. All the information is there. Holidayvacations.com. It's called Fan in the Stands. Is there a deadline? Uh, you know what? That's a, a good question as well. I want to say that you obviously still have time to shop for it for Christmas. Hint. If you decided, you know, maybe a bowl, the, you know, going to a bowl game wasn't going to work out, but hey, we can do this instead. It's still there. I want to say that like the deadline isn't until mid-January. That would put us two months out. So yeah, that would give you plenty of time. Well, you're yeah. going to have a going to have a, it's it's a blast. It's just so laid back. At least that was my. And I've never been to the Cactus League. I've been to the Grapefruit League a number of times. Uh, the floor and a lot of those teams that were in Florida are now in Arizona. Will you see the Dodgers? Do you know the? Do you know who's no. on? No, you but uh, you know, there's nothing stopping us too. Five O right. and I have talked about perhaps extending this vacation by a couple of days so we can do uh, more than what's on the itinerary, or you know. Uh, yeah, Get out there I, I a little more. Blame you, right? Um, Marcus Marcus Stroman going to be there for the Cubs. Hopefully, get to see him pitch a couple innings early on. Well, I would think with four different right. times will, to see sure. the Cubs, yeah. we'll get to see everyone we want to. Yep, exactly. You'll so you'll, you'll have that opportunity. What else? When we get back, when we get past this labor crap, and we get things figured out, what more do you want to see the Cubs? Do you want to see them go all in and spend another? $250 million. Carlos Correa. Right. You didn't kind of go in that Trevor route. Story. I almost, uh, you know, I on one hand, sure. On the other hand, you had this decision that you could have made a year ago guys, and yeah. kept Chris Bryant yeah. and not shipped off you Darvish only to find yourself in the exact same mm-hmm. spot of, boy, we need a starter now. You know, I mean, poop or get off the pot mm-hmm. if you're the Cubs. Either you're rebuilding from the ground up or you're not. You're not doing anything right now. If you want to spend two hundred fifty million on free agency, then just, you got to go. Yeah. yeah, and that's what didn't that was Cappy's take yesterday, right? Because right? yeah. he's kind of torn. Do they spend the money if they're not going to compete, or do you get to the point where you're going to compete and then go spend your money? In the that's upsets? what you know. If those are your two choices, obviously, I would rather do some uh-huh. rebuilding mm-hmm. and then you spend your money on uh, the the high price free agents that are going to fill in the gaps. But I'm getting a little pissed at these. <laughs> Really, really, really rich owners continually crying poverty. Yes. Especially at a place like Wrigley, mm-hmm. where you can have... They own at the least neighborhood. For, yeah, they own the neighborhood. They have, for decades, been able to put mediocre to terrible teams on the field. And people will still going. go right. because it's Wrigley. Yes. So, you know, don't tell me that... It, and now you finally raise people's expectations and... Yeah, we want to see something better on the mm-hmm. field. So just just figure out what you're going to do, and don't sit there and start crying poverty when maybe fans decide they have a little, they're a little apathetic for mm-hmm. going until you do. It, it was brutal. Um, speaking from my perspective, middle of last August through September, I missed the Cubs. You couldn't watch them. There was no point to watch them. And I loved watching September baseball when they were 
you know, in the hunt, even if they weren't maybe going to get to a World Series. Just the fact that they were that one game playoff, the one game playoff game. Yeah, no, it's. We didn't even. I didn't even bother to go get the marquee network. I remember you telling me that. That's how apathetic I've been. Yeah, I was surprised. Well, maybe this will reignite your baseball passion, getting to Arizona and falling around. What would reignite my passion is them being better, but mm-hmm. we'll wait and see about that. Are you going to go early and do the, all the batting practice stuff to kids, watch the kids uh, uh, try and get autographs? Here's the thing about the players. When there's no pressure on them in March, they are so much more accommodating to – I mean, that's why I asked you about the kids going on the trip, to, to young – Boys and girls that want a baseball autographed or you know, mm-hmm. get an up close picture with the, of their heroes or whatever. They're so much more accommodating. It's 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 a fun time. It really is. Well, I can't wait. You're gonna have a ball. You really are. Just figure it out, Major League Baseball. So yeah. we can please. All right. Yeah. So what, one more time before we let you go, do your wrapping. What where do we find where do we find the link on your Twitter page? Yep, it's pinned to the top of my Twitter page at, at Heather Radio, and uh, there's a link a, a couple of times on KXNO's Facebook page, and you can also just go to HolidayVacations.com. Mm-hmm. Fan in the stands. Fan with yours truly, stand. and you think it's the end of January, roughly? You've got yeah. the deadline to get everything going. Um, do you know what kind of hotels you're staying in yet? Nice ones. Beautiful. That'll work. Uh, Ground transportation, everything included. So you don't have to get to the game. They're going to take you to the game from the hotel. Oh yeah. Perfect. No, not no Ubers. No. No. Kind of perfect. Good. Yeah. This is the kind of vacation that I usually don't take. Get to so the I'm airport. looking forward to it. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you. You, you guys Paul? too. Absolutely. Uh, when we Trent, guys... your your card was just uh, incredible. Oh yes, wasn't that nice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From there's one from Hawaii. I know we have uh, Hawaii Christmas cards too. They're photoshopped, but we have them. <laughs> uh, well, you... you're gonna get a trip sometime. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Fingers crossed. It's this. One. Do you open Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Um, we're gonna do Christmas Day. Nice. We we have done uh, well. For instance, my mom and dad usually do it on Christmas Eve. This year, we're mm-hmm. doing it the day after Christmas. It'll be Christmas Day. We're trying to cut down on the gr- Christmas gift giving, too. Yeah. Can't we just be happy with each other's company? I t- couldn't agree with you more. That's how it is at the Miller House. There was not a president under a tree. I wish it was that way yeah. in the Condon House. <laughs> it used to be different, but we're empty nesters. Merry Christmas, Heather. Yes, Merry Say Christmas the same to, to Paul. you both. Merry Christmas. Good to see you. Uh, and we'll promote this one more time, if you'd like, once we get to January. Again, if you haven't, uh, you want to get something for yourself... There's a pretty good idea right there if you're a baseball fan, if you're a sports fan. All-inclusive vacation, holiday travel, fan in the stands is the name of it. Have you been to spring training? I never have. Was in, as a young, I think I was 11, 12, something like that. We are in Orlando, and we were staying in Kissimmee. Where, Perfect spot. Where the Astros were. Yeah. And spring they, training they were, at a, they were at a high school. They uh-huh. shared with a high school. Yes, that I remember driving by the field basically every day as we're going to do mm-hmm. Disney. We went to Orlando Magic game. It was Shaq's rookie year, so was it? told all my buddies I was in the same room as Shaq. Yeah. Building, yep. 18,000. I saw Ricky Davis one year when I was there uh, against, obviously, Orlando. So who was he with? Was he with Charlotte? Yeah, probably. I think it yeah. was. I think it was. And I interviewed him in the locker room. Got a press pass, went in. And I loved spring training, Trent. I got some. I, I did some of my best radio work down there with big names. Glavin, right? Yeah, uh, Smoltz. Smoltz. Best interview I ever got. Most accommodating guy I ever got. The, Sheffield said no. Um, <laughs> Kevin Brown said no. Gary Carter and I sat in a in a dugout on a on a backfield and just talked. Joe Carter. Oh, I had so much fun. Some big names. 
Mike Piazza, Tommy Lasorda's breath was bad. <laughs> Tommy oh, Lasorda? Terrible. Garlic breath? Garlic, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> that should be surprised, right? Had a big bowl of pasta for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But, oof. Um, who else? Who else did I have? Do you have those? You have those tapes? You have? Those? I wish I did. Yeah, I wish I did. There's so many of those things that just over the years and years just dissipate. Yeah. Now there's some that wouldn't want to hear. You know, my first show as I'm reading off a script, <laughs> and here we go. Right. Yeah, don't want to hear Good that. Morning, one. everyone. Right. My but, name's Trent Conda. <laughs> right. It's there's so many of those things that just kind of fly by the wayside, and uh-huh. it's what makes this. But also. A great part of this. You know, last week when Dort comes up, we talked 15 minutes about (laughs) Dort up in northwest Iowa. Yeah. It just, you never know what it is. It's something that's hard to give up. No, I'm telling you, I'm wrestling with it (laughs) more so than you know. Well, actually, my wife is wrestling with me wrestling with it. (laughs) Anyways, we will... um, we're going to talk some clones, going to talk some Hawks. Kind of a quiet time for both schools, right? Yeah, you got this Christmas time. Most everybody is off for basketball for quite a so while So Iowa now. plays when? Wednesday? Do they play Wednesday. the same night as Iowa State's bowl game? Yes. Is yeah. it a night game? Oh, yeah. that's BTN Plus, too, right? Right. I'm almost positive mm-hmm. that it is. Yeah, so 445 for that, and I, I would guess 7 o'clock for for high, Iowa hoops. You got you and I playing in Hawaii, but them losing yesterday. You know, yesterday. I watched yesterday, Trent. Liberty couldn't miss. I, I, they honestly couldn't miss. I know I'm being a little hyperbolic, but they were shooting like high 50s from beyond three when they'd had enough because mm-hmm. they couldn't miss. You and I didn't have Burhau yesterday. He didn't right, make the trip. Yeah. Uh, him and Seth Tuttle, who's now an assistant coach, mm-hmm. they said non-COVID related, but an illness, so they stayed back. How terrible would that be, too? Oh, you you Burhau had a decision. Yeah. He probably could have gone overseas and made some money somewhere. I'm going to mm-hmm. come back for one more year. Plus, we got this trip to Hawaii. Right. All right, that's a little extra carrot to put in front of them, and can't make the trip. Taken away. Yeah. Taken away. Uh, we will um, come back with Dave Sprout, covers Iowa State. They put out a depth chart, which was uh, news for Iowa State. We'll do some of that. Mm-hmm. Is Iowa State's start in basketball the biggest Iowa State story this year? I mean, you got to put the Fiesta Bowl was January 1st, 2021. It was, yeah. Right? So technically that qualifies. But you could see that coming, mm-hmm. kind of, right? Because yeah. Oregon wasn't very good. Right. And Iowa State was playing really well at the time. And I'm not minimizing the game. I am not. Not one little bit. But 12 and 0 after winning two games last year, after knocking off two top 25 teams in Brooklyn to win a tournament, pummeling Iowa the way that you did. That's the biggest Iowa State story. There's no doubt about it. And what this thing can turn into, what it can continue, getting Hilton Magic mm-hmm. back after just, well, having limited fans, of course, last mm-hmm. year in the stands and the disappointments as the program had taken steps back from what Hoiberg had got them to. You had to fire your head coach. And now here they are ranked in the top uh-huh. 10, Baylor on the precipice. It's, it's a story out. that nobody could have anticipated. No, it really isn't. Could- I had somebody ask me yesterday, if you would have parlayed, just money line. Oh, Iowa State yeah, in the first I remember 12. You saying that. Did you figure it out? I did the math, kind of. I, yeah. I could, and basically about 400 to 1. Jeez. If you just keep a little, rolling, rolling it over. over. 400 to 1 this start. And Ooh. that's with a lot of being minus 1,500 favorites against some of these t- tomato cans in there, too. Mm-hmm. Just keep rolling that thing over. That would have been a pretty, pretty one. Speaking of betting, did you uh, hit in our Bet Rivers contest yesterday? Did not. I just keep Who's hemorrhaging so, so money. So you bet Missouri? Uh, no. Laid the points with Army. They're favored by seven. By seven, okay. Yeah. Well, that wasn't good. No. Um, 
because what did it go off? I moved it. Oh, okay. You taught me how to move those. I'm a dangerous yeah. man now. <laughs> you showed me that little aspect of You're it. moving lines all over the <laughs> yeah. place. We'll uh, come back. Dave Sproul. We'll catch up uh, with Dave Sproul on Iowa State. Tom Kickert on Iowa. We're going to talk a little NFL uh, in the second hour of the program. Our friend Vinny Iyer. Do you have an opinion on this game tonight? No, not really. It feels like the right line. I'll bet it. I don't know which side I'm going to bet right does, now. Does but. Tennessee almost feel like they... That's so important for both teams. It is, yeah. Uh, is It's not an elimination game, is it? No, 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 no. It's Everything is so compressed in the AFC, too. I mean, we just saw it last week. Baltimore goes a win. They would have mm-hmm. been the number two seed. Mm-hmm. A loss, they're out of the playoffs. Everything's so compressed. There's going to be upsets that happen all over the place. Too early with still three weeks to go, I think, to say elimination. Well, and here's the thing with Tennessee, too. Tennessee's beaten the Colts twice. Right. So the tiebreaker tie is yeah. theirs for sure. Um, and we get the Colts on Christmas on Christmas night. Colts-Cardinals. Back to a Saturday game. Yeah, again for the Colts. Browns-Packers, 3.30. Mm-hmm. You know what else I'm looking forward to on Christmas Day? I know you probably won't get a chance to record it. Uh, the, the John Madden special. Absolutely. At 1 o'clock. It's on already Fox. on the DVR. Is already it already set. on? Yep. Oh, I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that. Look, I'd much rather have the little kids running around my house. I'll be honest with you. Right. I missed the hell out of Christmas. I uh, wish we could have one more with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, just what you'd wish for. Um but not the case anymore, so it's going to be... Tomorrow we're watching The Beatles. Oh, you are? We're going to watch every single one of them. Was that six hours, eight hours? It's a bunch. Yeah. And we're going to settle in, start tomorrow afternoon, and just watch them all. Knock it out. A little popcorn. A little popcorn. A little puff. 8.30. Trying to to, uh, rig it so it's done in time for the Y Bowl. (laughs) So we get that. I want to watch it. Don't do that for Scrunch. I mean, come on. If it's not going to work where you have to miss the Hawaii Bowl, it's going to be okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I know. But um, So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Hawaii but boy, Bowl. I wish we had a house full of kids. Yeah. Presents under the tree. Grandkids maybe in and around the corner. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not I'm not confident. Not holding that. your breath? No, I don't think her boys Papa are, Kenny? Oh, I would love that so much. I think it's on my son, Kale, and I don't know if him and Marissa are... Not there yet. Not there yet. No. Anyways... We shall come back with Dave Sproul on Iowa State. Tom Caker covers the Hawks. That's coming up this uh, hour. It's Miller and Condon. Merry Christmas. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Just past 30, uh, just past 1030 on the day before the day before. It's Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 106.3 KXNO, Dave Sproul, 1430 on the AM dial KSI in Ames. It's the home of the Cyclones in Story County. Merry Christmas, Dave Sproul. How are you? I am very well. Merry Christmas to you fellows as well. Dave, what do you want from uh, for Christmas from the Vikings and the Twins? Uh, the Twins, uh, a lot of pitching. Uh, okay. For one to start with, yeah. Uh, from the Vikings, uh, maybe a new head coach because I'm not really on the Mike Zimmer bandwagon anymore. Every year it seems they've either barely made or barely missed the playoffs, and there's really no trajectory there to for me to believe in in the future. So I hate to say it, but I, I think the Vikings might need a, a fresh start in the coaching department. You know, I hate to say it too, but I believe you're right because I, I, like, I was rooting for Zimmer, wanted to see him succeed there late in life, uh, getting that opportunity. Doesn't look as though it's going to happen. And they get, who do they finish? Rams, Packers, Bears. Yes. And and essentially have to win out, Dave, right? I I would think so, but, uh, you know, the things can get kind of crazy in the NFL. 
It really is. So, all right, we get into Iowa State here with you, Dave. And first of all, the mood. As you've been in Ames, talking to people, it's another bowl season for Iowa State. Not where many people anticipated they would be, but you got a great opponent in Clemson. you got a nice location in Orlando, though they were there recently. We haven't felt a whole lot of buzz here. How's it been around Ames? Yeah, probably not as buzz as, as certainly in past years, and, and there's a lot of factors to that. The fact that the, the season was probably a bit of a disappointment, a lot of expectation that they'd at least make the Big 12 championship game, which will give you a good shot at the New Year's Six Bowl, and they came up short of that. Uh, also, I mean, you, you went to the New Year's Six Bowl last year, but a lot of fans didn't get to go, so that road game out in Las Vegas early in the season kind of became yeah. a lot of people's bowl trips, so they might have might have dropped a lot of money on that. And, and Orlando's kind of an expensive uh, destination, too. Combine that with the fact that Iowa State was just was there just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit subdued compared to maybe the last couple of years, but I, I think uh, you know the Iowa State fans are going to still turn out in, in pretty good numbers down there in Florida. Yeah, I got to throw the pandemic into it for some people. I'm sure that that's yeah. a deciding yeah. factor uh, as well. So let's uh, let's save the football for next week, unless you have something more, Trent, you wanted to bring up football wise and and talk about this start the TJ Otzelberger's basketball team. Uh, truly remarkable. Is it the biggest sports story, uh, Iowa State story this year? I know they won uh, a New Year's Six Bowl on January the first of 2021, so technically that qualifies, and that certainly was rarefied air but as you mentioned cyclone fans couldn't get in the building to watch that game and that was it was essentially well i think thinking back the number was essentially a toss-up um but nobody saw 12 and 0 coming right the start that that uh Otz has got this team on is the start of the men's basketball program the story of the year in iowa state athletics or what am i missing well, I don't think you're missing anything, but I, I, I tend to believe because football is just so important to mm-hmm. the revenue and profile of uh, collegiate athletics part of that, whatever the football program does is probably going to be the biggest sports yeah. story uh, of the year. But the way this Iowa State men's basketball team has started out would, would certainly rival that, especially given, you know, the mild disappointment that is the football season uh, and, and the total surprise that is the basketball season so far. And the fact that, you know, not only are you unbeaten, you beat the Hawkeyes pretty darn good in your home building. You sold out your season opener when you turn the calendar to 2022. You've got a sellout crowd against the number one ranked team in the in the nation and the defending national champion. So there's a lot of excitement for that, I'm sure. Uh, so it is a huge story uh, overall, and, and just and mostly because it's just so completely unexpected, not only that they're undefeated, but they've, for the most part, thoroughly outplayed their opponent. Yeah. 2-22 and 22 a year ago to 12-0 and 0 this season, and a lot more coming for this team. Uh, a guy that you know we've wondered about, Tristan and Aruna, who <laughs> the transfer from Kansas had his best offensive game. He's a very good defender. He's got length. He's got size. He's got athleticism. Offensively, is this a sign of things to come, or was it just one of those nights against an overmatched opponent? Yeah, I wouldn't expect that kind of output on a every game kind of basis. And I don't, I don't know other than Isaiah Brockington, really, who's maybe stepped up and been really consistent. You know, fifteen to twenty point a game type of scorer for Iowa State. So everybody's probably going to get their shot at some point. You know, when Jazz Coons is feeling it from outside, he can really put up some good numbers. Grill. And uh, we, yeah, Grill and, and if Kalsher's feeling, although I mean he's had one or two good games, he really mm-hmm. hasn't had a lot of great shooting. Well, he had uh, thirty in that. Uh, th- what do you have? Thirty something in the in the championship game in Brooklyn, right? The final game in right. Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, but with one or two exceptions, he yeah. really hasn't done much to match that output. But uh, so I, I think it's going to be kind of a revolving door. I think Brockington's the guy you can count on to be pretty consistent offensively, and the rest of it is going to be whoever's got the hot hand or happens to, to find themselves in the right place at the right time uh, to, to make some shots uh, it will be the guy. And then Aruna, yeah, he's going to bring that defense every night. But, yeah, he's shown a little bit of what he can do. So if he, you know, in the right situation and the ball falls his way and, and he's feeling good on the offensive end, yeah, you can come up with a night like that. But uh, there are several other guys who are kind of in that same boat, too. What about Fenley's, Gal? What kind of season do you anticipate for them? I know you get over to Hilton to, to cover uh, the women's basketball for KASI. What kind, of, what kind of year do you think Fenley's conference season, once we get there and we're on the cusp of it, what kind of year do you expect out of the women? Yeah, if I remember right, they were picked to finish second in the Big 12, and I think that's very that's a reasonable expectation. I think that's a very good team there. Uh, they're very complete. They've got all the parts, except maybe, you know, a, a really true front-line scorer, like in, a, in the post. Uh, and so and Bill Fenley's tra- teams traditionally don't look for that kind of thing, so it's probably not a huge deal. But their, their post is a little bit thin, and they, they've got some injuries to deal with at the moment. But, you know, the way that, you know, you got Ashley Jones, who's as steady as they come. She's just going to do her thing, uh, game in and game out, and be one of the best forwards in the country. And her younger sister, Aubrey, has really come into her own, as Bill Fenley likes to say. She's not Ashley Jones' little sister anymore. She's, mm. she's her own player. She's really shooting the ball well, and she gets in there, battles for rebounds, even though she's, she's a tiny little uh, person. So <laughs> that's probably exaggerating, but she's not, she's kind of slight. She's not exactly built like a, a banger inside to go battle for rebounds, but she's toughness and she's got the want to, to go get those boards. So she's battle. really come into her own. Yep. And they, and that's, yeah, what it's all about in the women's game, especially. Uh, so, yeah, this is a team that, that's got all the pieces it needs. It just needs to get a little healthier. And, you know, Maggie Espen Miller McGraw is making her way back from injury, missed the last game because of a non COVID illness. So, presumably, she'll be back. And, you know, they got uh, some contributions from some players who've been banged up. Uh, and so they got two weeks off until their, their conference opener on the second. And that's going to go a long way towards helping that team get healthier and ready for Big 12 play. With that, uh, Dave, of course, we see around college basketball cancellations all over the part, uh, place. H- have you heard from well either side, both the men's or women's, what they're doing, boosters, trying to combat this and maybe get in front of things as well we see it happening across college basketball? Yeah, we really haven't delved into that much because, for one thing, Iowa State, I thought, did remarkably well last season mm, really uh, in all sports, yep. handling handling COVID. And mm-hmm. uh, presumably a lot of those same processes are in place. And I know, you know, a lot of those sports have almost everybody involved vaccinated, which is a great first step. And I, I don't anticipate that there would be any reductions in capacity or anything like that or, or mask mandates for fans. Uh, as more and more evidence comes out that those might not really be necessary and that you know, testing every day might not be necessary unless somebody is actually symptomatic. Uh, I, I think that Iowa State's probably going to be in good shape, but that might, might be something we need to delve into more as the Big 12 season rolls along because I think it's probably inevitable at least once, you know, at least once during the course of the Big 12 season, the game will have to be rescheduled or something along those lines because one team or the other is going to be dealing with an outbreak. You know, I'm, I'm glad you guys delved uh, went went down this path, uh, and I can't think of the guy's name. Trent, do you remember the um – we had him on, and he was kind of in charge of the of the response for oh, Iowa yeah, State. Right. Is this Mark? Uh, uh, I think you're thinking of Mark Coberly. Mark, Co- I knew it was Mark. Yes, yes. Yep. 
what a job him and his team. And I'm, I'm assuming that yep, uh, you know absolutely. they were very involved in 21. That's one of the bigger stories in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, glad you touched on it, Dave Sproul. Uh, well done, Dave. Merry Christmas. Thanks for doing this for us. We will uh, catch up with you next week, unless you've got one of your uh, many vacations um, and, and plan not to be. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is it you know a business trip to Orlando really a business trip? Are you going down to it? I'm going on Monday and coming back uh, the day after the game. So uh, I, Tuesday or Wednesday would be good days. If you guys want to visit with me next week, that, those will be the best opportunities. No, no, no. No Tuesday or Wednesday. Both Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We will impose. Dave, safe travels down there. We'll talk to you in Orlando. Oh, that's a huge box to check, Trent Condon. <laughs> well done. Thanks, Dave Sproul. We'll talk to you Tuesday and Wednesday next week. You bet. Thank you, guys. See you, buddy. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas again. Yep, take care. Good to talk to you. Dave Sproul. KSI, 1430 on the AM dial. I wonder if he's going. That's good that he is. That's great. Absolutely. Come back. Tom Kakert on the Hawks. Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Bets off. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, Melanie Condon, welcome so back. Let Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. And I'll need a little Dean before we get out of here. Oh, I am with you there. Those uh, two Christmas songs, oh, nothing better. Reminds me of my dad. Save my grandpa. This is yep. awesome. Uh, let's get Tom Cakert in here. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Merry Christmas, Tom. How are you? Merry Christmas, you guys, and uh, thanks again for having me on uh, all these years. Mm. It's been uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, right back at you, my friend. Right back at you. Been a critical part of any radio program that I've been a part of for a long, long time, and uh, look forward to continuing this uh, for Absolutely. the years ahead. So, Tom, I want to go back to uh, what, what night was it? <laughs> was it Tuesday? I, I think guess. so. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, boy, Connor McCaffrey, Tuesday. I just love this kid. The way he. You know, Claire got got uh, Toussaint on the ground. He's elbowing him the chops. It was an incredibly dirty play. And watching Connor, who was looking at the skirmish and was standing away from it, pushes Patrick out of the way, gets in front of Sanford, says, I'll handle this, and did, and and had to be restrained by Pops because it, it could have escalated at that point. But, Tom, every team needs a guy like that. And, and Connor McCaffrey, uh, uh, again, coming to the aid of, of a teammate, uh, didn't go over well with the assistant SID of <laughs> southeastern Louisiana but boy oh boy that um that, that was great to see yeah he um that's the dad's Philly side yeah, absolutely came out of there yeah. a little bit didn't it yeah. <laughs> it's just he was ready to go yeah he was. he was ready to go down there and just throw some hands and uh and take care of business and um but you know he it was funny because I I tweeted that out and uh, Izzy Flard, who's a longtime friend of his and on the baseball team, tweeted out, he's all talk. And I told Connor about that after the game and he was just laughing, you know, because he was giving him a hard time. But, yeah, it's it was funny. It's just like, what is this guy? And then the guy getting going crazy yesterday on social media. Just what are you doing? Yeah, fill that. Fill us in on that a little bit more. I just saw bits and pieces. So it's the sports information director, Assistant, I think, for Southeast Louisiana. Yep. He's tweeting things, going crazy, and then I, I saw his Twitter account is no more. <laughs> yeah, he just uh, he bailed out. He I don't know if that was uh, he went to um, protected 
to then just deleted the whole thing. Oh, is that right? I think he's, I think he's like the the. But he was challenging people. Go ahead, yes. make yourself a hero. Be a hero here today, and you know, just kind of goading people on because people are like, you shouldn't be behaving like this in your position. You could lose your job and go ahead make my day, you know, come for my job. And I think maybe somebody, uh, in the, uh, um, either his boss in sports information or somebody in the athletic department probably had a little chat with him and said, um, Enough. why don't you just delete the entire Twitter account? Yeah. I mean, that would be like when, when Steve Rowe was kind of under Phil Hattie and he get to assume the reins. <laughs> And and, and Robert, I mean, it's just unthinkable that he did that. Anyway. It'd be like Matt Weitzel doing that. Yes, be like exactly. Matt Weitzel doing it, or exactly. Chris Brewer, or somebody like that. And I couldn't imagine them doing that. No. Weitzel is a big it's, dude, it's though. Idiotic. At least he's scary. It's just lower. I'm just like you. Just don't want to have a job. No, but, it's like he was hacked you know, almost. Yeah, you know, really was. Uh, Tom, uh, so we get to. Well, I was going to say we get to conference play. We're still one game away from it, but it seems as though whatever ailed them after the back-to-back-to-back losses, uh, the two in the Big Ten and then Iowa State, um, a different team has seemingly taken the floor. Now, again, you can't take much away from Southeast Louisiana, um, although I did like the effort in the basketball game a lot, uh, and more than just Connor McCaffrey uh, coming to his aid. But we've seen a different. Uh, we saw a different team on Saturday night, rebounding the basketball a little bit. Seemingly, a fuse was lit under him. Tom is kind of how I see it. Is uh, do you think that's accurate? Because they've they've been uh, there's been more want to there the last couple of nights. Um, you know what I think part of it is, is just simply there's a, a more fully healthy Keegan Murray that's mm, available okay. to the basketball team. And I, I do think the, the, the thing that we we still don't know is what's, what's this team look like with a healthy Keegan Murray, a hundred percent Keegan Murray against better competition. That's what we don't know yet because he wasn't healthy. You know, he didn't play against Purdue. He wasn't healthy. Uh, against Iowa State, he wasn't healthy against Illinois. So, and they lost all three of those games, um, and one of them by a sizable margin. Um, you know, I, I I could maybe make an argument that maybe they beat Illinois if they have Keegan that night. I don't know that they beat Purdue at Purdue, but if they had Keegan against Illinois, I think maybe that outcome's different. Makes a lot of sense. You know, I've talked about the importance here of Big Ten play. You're already zero two. The last two at Michigan, at Illinois, going to be tough to get a win in either of those spots, even with the Wolverine struggle. So that means realistically, you got to go ten and six here in the middle. Is that a realistic goal for this team? I think so. Um, you know, is the Big Ten bad, guys? It's not very yeah, good. Maybe with the yeah. exception of Purdue and Purdue. Yeah, that's didn't look it. great it's themselves. Purdue and then teams that could look really good because mm. Michigan's been a disappointment. Um, I don't think Illinois has been great, and no. you know we still don't know when they're going to get Curbelo back. And he was what first team All Big Ten preseason. Um, Buckeyes and, maybe, you know, Michigan maybe. Yeah, maybe the Buckeyes. Maybe the Buckeyes. I'm intrigued maybe. by Indiana Michigan. too. Yeah, but there's they're going to be like Iowa, right? I think yeah. a lot of these teams where one night they can go out and beat anybody, oh. and then the next night you're like, what, they lost to Nebraska? <laughs> yeah. What? You know that was just, smart. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be one of those. You know, uh, I think it's just going to be one of those years where everybody we're going to look up in early March and everybody's going to be sitting there between twelve and eight and ten and ten. I think. I think you're right. Uh, football, Tom. Uh, what uh, we saw the depth chart come out. Uh, any surprises from what you saw on the uh, the bowl depth chart? 
Um, maybe Ivory Kelly. Yeah. Because it kind of been kind of felt like maybe he was done. And is that a reward though? Done. Is that a you know th- you've had a nice I, career? That's maybe? what I wondered if it's yeah. like a it's like a here's here's your senior here's your gold watch right you know, kind of moment or something you know uh at 25 years of service or whatever yeah um so maybe it's some of that um other than that i didn't really seem all that surprised by anything um you know i don't make a whole lot of the depth chart especially the offensive line i mean it was a completely different line that played in the in the the championship game and they didn't even change you know it's like mm-hmm. what are we doing here so um, maybe we'll get some more answers from Kirk today about what's going on. When we see the team trot out into the field for their opening possession, is it Spencer Petras or Alex Padilla leading the offense? If you ask me today, I would tell you that it's probably going to be Alex Padilla mm. because I don't know that Spencer is healthy. Interesting. Um, maybe we'll get more, mm-hmm. but I just I'm curious how if Spencer's going to be healthy enough with that torso injury to be able to go and to be able to get the practice reps in that's necessary before the bowl game. Uh, give us the pulse of your board, Tom, as, as far as a travel down to Orlando to see it. And, you know, thinking back to not the Rose Bowl year, but other other years, is there the same buzz, more buzz, not quite the buzz? What, what's your sense when you look at HawkeyeReport.com? Oh, boy, there's not much buzz, guys. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Maybe more people are going to end up showing up. But between – Pretty high travel costs, mm-hmm. you know, uh, down there. And I think a lot of people did the spur of the moment thing and said, uh, Indianapolis is our bowl game this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just drove over there and, and blew it on hotel rooms and tickets for the, that game. I just get the feeling that uh, the Iowa turnout's not going to be great this year. Final thing for me, Tom, Kayvon Merriweather, he was uh, awarded the Duke Slater Golden Gavel Award from media members. Uh, Fill us in a little bit on this, uh, the picture of him with Dr. Min and Leistikow over there, uh, what this is and what it all entails, and the recipient, Kayvon Merriweather. Yeah, this was, you know, really uh, all credit to Scott Docterman for kind of spearheading this, and and thank him for including me and, um, you know, Rob Howe and, and Chad kind of in the early formative stages of this and just kind of talking it out and what we wanted to do as a group and and everybody participating and, and we did some voting and kind of got narrowed it down and then um, did, did another round of uh, basic voting and, and um, just kind of wanted to um, always wanted to kind of do something to recognize the guys that show up every Tuesday and that, that give us thoughtful answers mm-hmm. and um, and, and they're good with their time and, and good natured about it. And um, Kayvon really stood out this year. I, 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 you know, you could have easily given it to Spencer Petrus too, who sat there and, mm-hmm. and answered every one of our stupid questions every week yeah. for as long as we needed to be there. Um, it said the same for Riley Moss too, who's you know all those guys. I mean, we're really fortunate on this beat that there can be guys every once in a while that can just be standoffish, but. This group of guys this year have been really, uh, really good to talk to and um, and thoughtful in their answers, especially given what the program's gone through in the last you know year plus. Tom, Merry Christmas uh, to you and yours. We will talk to you from Orlando uh, next Thursday, if that's okay with you. Tom, I'll reach out and see what your schedule is like. I'm not yeah. sure if there'll be press conferences or et cetera, but we'll make it work. Thank you, Tom. Merry well, Christmas. Okay. 
Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas to all of you and your listeners. Thank you, buddy. HawkeyeReport.com for Tom Kakert. HawkeyeReport.com. Vinny Iyer covers the NFL for the Sporting News. We'll do that. We'll give you Claxon's opportunity picks. Hour 2 coming up next.